that was very helpful. And in fact, I feel like I'm definitely in a better place now after having this conversation with you because you're right. That's what I think makes your work different and better than others. I definitely don't think I'd be engaged to him or in the relationship I'm in if I hadn't listened to you at all. Sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Before I bring my guest on today, I want you to know that I'm always excited by the success of my clients. Whether it's getting on track with a love, getting back with a love, or getting engaged and married. And I'm equally excited for season three of Make Him Wonder, because Make Him Wonder is now exclusive. A members-only club where you can hear all episodes, past, present, and future, completely ad-free. And membership has its benefits. Remastered, easier-to-listen-to former episodes categorized by age and relationship status, Situations spanning the spectrum of dating and relationship issues like age differences, dating divorced, dealing with difficult discussions of sex, exclusivity, and commitment. All the latest conversations are available as a member as soon as I'm done coaching a guest on her unique situation with an exclusive video of my recording recollections, reflections, and recommendations for you when you're listening. You'll also get my Making Magic with Men Mindset Manual, a weekly action step maintenance practice for you to stay in 80-20 tip-top and tuned-up shape. Because you don't have to be perfect. If you do 80% of what it takes to have success with any man, the 20% you don't won't much matter. Ever your romantic situation, this weekly mindset focus will render you ready with the right mindset and the right tools for anything you might be facing with your current or future Mr. Right. It alone is valued at over $500. Joining is easy, and as a woman, you have choices. Join monthly and unsubscribe anytime, or take advantage of either the 6-month or 12-month membership with their amazing discounts. Check it out at the 80201wonder.club. Do it now while you're listening because there is no time like the present to start your new love story. Give yourself that gift so you can have the gift of love and commitment this year. And while you're doing that, we can get started. My guest today is 34-year-old Gigi who says... She is in the healthiest relationship she's ever had with 37-year-old Aaron. The two have been together for about a year and a half, checking in openly about what each other needs from the other. But despite saying that it's him and not her, Aaron says he's not happy in the relationship. Gigi worries that he will never fully commit and wants to know how to guide Aaron forward without trying to change him or make him work on himself. Welcome, Gigi. Hi, thank you. You're welcome. Interesting that you say it's the healthiest relationship you have had, and he's there and he's in it, but explain to me about him not being happy. Yes, um, he has been uh, struggling with anxiety and stress, I think, um, around work and 
um, some parts of our relationship, I think, too. We have been practicing a lot of communication in our relationship and openness and, um, you know, checking in with each other. And there's a lot of elements to our relationship that I never had in, in a relationship in the past before. You know, now that we are becoming more vulnerable with each other and bonding more, I feel like certain things are coming up to surface for us. So I feel like we're kind of in a, in a state of struggle at this moment, despite the fact that we do communicate and share with each other. We're kind of just stuck at this point. And um, it's hard to navigate for him, I think, more right now, too. Okay, I'm going to give you something very specific about this that can turn it around and help you. First, tell me how you met and a bit of the trajectory of the relationship getting to where you are now. Okay, so uh, we actually met when we were in our uh, mid-20s through a mutual friend originally. And we did start dating back then as well, just for like six months, but it was just casual. And when that didn't work out, I think due to just the timing, we stayed friends for many, you know, for a few years. And in the beginning of last year, we reconnected as friends again, but it kind of took off um, and became romantic. And first it started off with this, this discussing like, you know, what we wanted in relationships and like how much we had grown individually and all the things we had learned individually. And we eventually realized that like what we wanted and where we were felt good to do that together. So originally I was living in another state and we started long distance just for a few months. Um, I had already thought about relocating back to the state that we originally met and to be closer to my family and everything. And um, when I did that, that was when our relationship really began because we were doing it in person. So when I first got down to the state that we met in originally, he actually let, invited me to stay with him for a few months till I could, you know, get certain things situated like my new job and where I was going to be moving into wasn't quite ready for me yet. So there was a couple months where we did live together in the beginning. And then I was able to finally move into my place. I had my job and everything. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of like what started our relationship. And then um, just we, we kind of spent a lot of time together, I feel like, right away. I think the living together part was probably a lot more pressure and stress than I, we both thought it would have been. But I felt like we were doing the right thing because we didn't make it a permanent situation. We did end up, you know, getting, I know I got my own spot. And yeah, now we're, now we're here. <laughs> and how long over this time you met up again and had the long distance and until now, how long has that been in total? Uh, almost a year and a half. What have you discussed about moving it forward. You're 34. Do you want children? We've talked about um, children and, and marriage and stuff like that. I have always been unsure if I did, um, but I feel like once I got with him, you know, I started seeing that possibility. I feel like the idea of children kind of scares me in a way, and he does feel that same way too. Like we both have nieces and nephews, and we love them. We love being aunts and uncles. And I think that we would be, like, great together with that. But I think there's some fear, for sure. <laughs> when you said you've discussed it, what has the discussion been about marriage and family? Has it been kind of philosophical about it? Or has it been about the two of you directly? Yeah, probably more philosophical because we talked about that we want to get married, but we never really talked about us getting married together exactly. And 
there were moments that I had like asked him, maybe it was too soon. I'm not sure. I I can be anxious. So sometimes I want to know <laughs> where things are heading. And I've, I asked him once before, do you think that there's like a future for us? Or like, you know, do you see things like that, us going there? And his answers always were kind of like, he doesn't know, he hopes so, but he's not sure. And I was not always satisfied with the response, but it, it felt better than just like a hard no, you know? Like maybe now it's not, maybe he doesn't know yet and that's okay, you know? But that's, that's what I've gotten from him. Tell me about his past. Okay, so we're going back to his childhood. I know that his family dynamic was very chaotic and dysfunctional. His parents were not good to each other and they definitely um, used him and his siblings, I think, against each other. And then I know that in his dating history that he hasn't, he's dated more than he's, I think, had serious relationships. I think he's only had like a couple maybe, but he mostly only ever really dated people. He definitely told me that he had struggled with relationships in the past and that this relationship that we have is definitely more of a deeply connected one and more meaningful one, more valuable one for him. So I feel like we're, this is kind of a new experience for him, the one that we're in. Are his parents divorced? Yes, they are. And he had to witness a lot of their dysfunction up until he was like a young teenager. So they didn't divorce early on. They kind of divorced at a really, I would say, maybe sensitive time for a young boy or young child. How old was he? He was 13. I see. Okay. That is his past, and it doesn't necessarily preclude you from being together, but it does make it a bit of a harder road, and you are seeing this play out. What is he telling you about being unhappy? So we've been spending a lot of time talking and trying to navigate that because we're really in it right now. Like We're going through the hard time right now. So stuff he has shared with me about not being happy in a relationship is mostly um, him having a hard time not believing when things are good, when they are actually good. He has a hard time trusting that things are good. And I've asked him to elaborate more on that. Like, you know, tell me more about that. What do you mean? And for him, it's he's afraid that when things are good, something bad's going to happen. Basically, like waiting for the other shoe to drop type, type of thing. And I asked him, like, what is the worst thing that you think is going to happen? And for him, it's like he's going, like, it will all end. It will go away. Like, basically, he will be abandoned. And that what's good isn't actually good. So I think that and in the beginning of our relationship we spent a lot of time together we both definitely lacked some boundaries about our own personal time instead we were spending a lot of time together and both myself as well like need my own personal time but i think with my a bit of fear of abandonment as well we just didn't say hey like let's have some time to ourselves to recharge we just kind of spent so i think he's feeling like exhausted and drained so dealing with his own anxieties and fears on top of no time for himself to re-regulate himself or to recharge himself. I think that's where a lot of his not being happy in a relationship is coming from. Thanks. I, I get his feeling and how this must be a bit triggering to your anxiety as well. Yeah, definitely. It's been It's been pretty hard. And I feel like I've been doing a lot of work on myself prior to this relationship because I was ready for a serious relationship. So I feel like I am more of a secure person in this process, but I still have my own stuff. And some things are very much triggering my own like inner wounds, you know, too. But I, but yeah, it is it has not been easy. So there's something in the introduction I want to address. When my staff creates it and I see it, I immediately have some little ding, ding, dings. 
And one of those was in here, which is this sentence. Been together about a year and a half, checking in openly about what each other needs from the other. Now, for most, that would appear to be a very good and healthy thing. But you are not in a marriage. And even then, I would say to anyone, "Mm, be sure that's not happening on a regular basis. But definitely in a relationship whereby the man is not fully committed, doing so is just a fancy way to say we are talking about the relationship. Do you know my work at all and what I say about talking about the relationship? Yes, I'm familiar, yes. So what do you take it to mean when I say that checking in openly about what each other needs from the other is talking about the relationship? Yeah, I I think where we are at this mo- moment in our relationship with um, the tough time, like I've zoomed out a lot more <laughs> to see how like that might have been adding maybe some pressure and stress. <laughs> yes, but it's not only that. Unfortunately for men, talking about a relationship erodes his feeling. This, I think, has to do with a couple of things. First and foremost, one of the gender gaps in my book. Women relate via verbalization. Men relate via action. You put that together with one of the other gender gaps in my book, which is women love through knowing, men love through wondering, and you understand why talking about a relationship erodes a man's interest in the relationship. Because men relate via action, they want to have a relationship. Women, because we relate via verbalization and we need to know, we can be filled by talking about the relationship and it can foster for us good feeling and knowing and continued loving. But talking about a relationship with a man is generally not good. I have a general rule of thumb, which is if you're talking about the relationship more than, say, twice a year, you are on the wrong track. And that may be shocking to hear that. And you may think, well, he brings things up and he, you know, starts talking about things. Okay, great, to some degree. But it's how you handle it when he does and how you get out of talking about it so that his feelings stay high for you and wanting the relationship. I think it's fair to say that you are here, Gigi, because intuitively you know that something isn't right for him, meaning it can be about any relationship, which I'm hearing because you said, his parents are divorced. It was at a specific age that, and he has trust issues. Okay. That means you are going to have to have the skill, skill set, and mindset that makes it impossible for him to not trust you and impossible for him to not need you as the woman in his life and desire you as the woman in his life. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know in my heart that I am like that person, you know, that I can be that person. But for sure, like this skill set of like, you know, being able to show him that, that's definitely something I want to be able to do. Great. Good. Because the first thing is you have to make up your mind that you are 
and then that you will do what it takes to inspire his continued desire and keep this afloat. You had mentioned that things right now are difficult and you're having issues right now. I want to hear what they are specifically and help you address them specifically and then go into what you need to do in a more general sense to keep this afloat. And we will do that in a moment. I trust you're enjoying Make Him Wonder and that you're getting a lot of helpful information for the life of love you desire and deserve. So if you're not part of the 80-20 Wonder Club yet, you need to be because now Make Him Wonder is exclusive, a members-only club to listen to every episode, past, present, and future in full, all ad-free. The 80-20 Wonder Club is a Make Him Wonder membership that gives you all of seasons one, two, and three in a categorized list by age and relationship status and a multimedia library of my content, including my book, relationship evals, and my Making Magic with Men Mindset Manual, a weekly action step you can focus on to attract and keep the man of your dreams and have him committing to you completely in the coming months. Make this the moment you start living as an 80-20 Wonder Woman, because love, like life, is best lived in 80-20. When you do 80% of what works with men, the 20% you don't won't much matter. Join the 80-20 Wonder Club by going to the 8020wonder.club. Don't miss out. Go now to the 8020wonder.club. You and your man will be glad you did. So, Gigi, I want to get into what you do overall after you tell me what's going on right now and we address that specifically. Okay. So, um, almost a week ago now, I could tell something was going on with him and I've really been trying not to like press and pry, but I could just feel it. Something was up. And we were talking in the morning like we typically do before work, you know, just to say good morning. I just couldn't help it. I just had to know. I just said, you know, hey, are you okay? Because it just something didn't feel like it. And then he suddenly broke down into tears. And we talked for a little bit, but it was kind of not the best timing for it because we were about to both go to work. We both said, hey, like, why don't we talk later this evening after work and continue this conversation? And so I met up with him at his place after work and we talked and he basically tried to end our relationship and Something in me just didn't feel right about that. Like, I, you know, was trying to be really supportive and understanding because I felt like he needed help in this moment and he needed support in this moment. And then ultimately we ended up saying was that he did not actually want to end us. It's just that he didn't want to drag me through this. And he admitted to that he knows that it's not me, that it is him, like these issues, that things that he's experiencing coming from him because I've been doing everything that he has wanted and needed in a partner and so he realizes like the only one left standing in the mirror is really him at this point and so I asked him if we could just basically take a beat and take some time and space to like really ask ourselves some questions and to like really think about this and not make this decision right now and he was very on board about okay yeah let's do that let's let's slow down and let's take some time and space because he hadn't really had any time and space since we had been spending a lot of time together and we talked about, you know, the expectations around that, like, how long do we want to take some time and space for? Because I just didn't want to be left hanging either for my own anxiety. 
and he didn't know how long he needed, but he asked me how long I felt was good. And I said, um, you know, I don't know, two weeks. So the deal was that we weren't going to stop talking. We weren't going to stop seeing each other if we needed to. We wanted to be there for each other through this, but just allow us to have some time to breathe alone, not um, under each other, you know. And so through that, through it's almost been two weeks now since we made this decision to take some time and space, but we have still been like checking in and, um, at first, it was like I wanted to keep reassuring him that I was here for him and everything. I started feeling in, my, in myself, like, am I doing too much? Am I pushing him? So as of recently, I decided to try to, like, trust this process and kind of back off a bit more. And in it, I have felt him, like, kind of coming towards me more recently, which felt good. But we still, I still am in the position of, like, I don't really know yet, like, what's going to happen. Like, is he going to want to do this together with me or is he going to want to do this on his own without me so that's the tough time that we're in right now that's where we are right now um like i said we're still communicating and being loving towards each other but he hasn't really given me indication of what's going to happen to our relationship if we're going to continue together or not i see so i'm going to be giving you something that i want you to have two minds about okay for yourself because I'm going to use this moment as a global teaching moment for everyone. And I want you to understand that it's important for you not to look at it as, oh my gosh, I made some huge mistake that isn't repairable. It is. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. When a man is struggling like he is, it's important for us to... Hi, Rachel. Hi, Jen. I wanted to catch up with you quickly before the weekend and see how things are going with you and Brad. Funny you should call right now. I'm waiting on Brad at the airport. He asked me to go to the Caribbean for a long romantic weekend. Oh, my gosh. I bet he's going to pop the question. I think so. He said he wanted it to be special and asked me to pack my favorite dressy dress. He should be here any minute now. I'm so excited. Well, I won't keep you. I was just thinking of you after logging into my 8020 Wonder Club membership and hearing another episode about an older woman, younger man relationship. Did you hear the latest one in the categorized list? Yes. I'm so happy I joined. Listening to that particular category has made me believe in the possibility of being Brad's choice, despite our age difference. Absolutely. I'm loving the weekly focus of the Mindset Manual. Even after all these years of being with Mark, there is always something I can do a little better, and the weekly video prompts me to focus in on what's in my control. I really admire that you continue to work on your relationship. It's why you've gone the distance all of these years. I can only hope to be as great of a wife to Brad as you are to Mark. I know you will because you are doing what works now. Thanks. I owe a lot to you for turning me on to Coach Paula and sending me to the 8020wonder.club. Ah, yes, I know. I wasn't distant and didn't let you off the hook. I'm just glad you took my sage advice and that of Coach Paula's. You'll be seeing this weekend how much it's paying off. I totally believe that and that my manifestation is coming true. Thanks again. You got it. Have a great trip, and I can't wait to hear all about it when you get back. When... A man is struggling like he is. It's important for us to delineate about the struggle. Is it relationship or something else? So for example, if he had come to you 
and said he lost his job or god forbid his parents or one of them is gravely ill and going to pass away or something like that being there and supportive under those conditions can be helpful when it's more of a personal emotional psychological relationship issue standing by him through it is not and again this is a general rule there are some variations but i can tell any woman this your best chance of having this relationship go the distance if you're going to gamble is to gamble on the side of not helping him through it okay there's a lot of whys about this for ease you can think of it under the worthy opponent approach or strategy have you heard me ever talk about that um briefly i would love to learn more about that okay we can understand most or some of male psychology under this premise of mine that I call worthy opponent. What that means is looking at male psychology under a lens of sports. Sports came from the mind of males because men are my three C's of men. They are all about challenge, competition, and conquering at their core just like at our core we are about connection cooperation and caretaking core who we are as our human animal selves so men enjoy most doing anything in their life when there is a bit of competition and some challenge that they can conquer So let's look at it in the relationship realm. I use my analogy all the time. It's very simple because everybody knows the two of them. If LeBron James plays one-on-one with a high school basketball player and he wins, does it mean as much to LeBron as if he plays Steph Curry one-on-one and he wins? Yeah. He enjoys playing to whatever degree, but it doesn't mean as much. He walks away from playing the high school basketball player not thinking about it again. He relishes walking away from having played one-on-one with Steph and winning. We need to be the man's Steph Curry, (laughs) metaphorically, or else it doesn't mean as much. I'm going to tell you, Gigi, that Aaron has love for you. He admires, mm, cares, uh, thinks the sun rises and sets with you to a great degree, but you've not been a worthy opponent, and so he's not so inspired to play the game. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hard to hear, though, correct? Yeah. And it's why I said what I said about I wanted to use it as a teaching moment because attending to the man in the emotional realm like you did when he's struggling about you and the relationship, 
will not help you. I'm going to go further with the analogy to help you see that. So LeBron and Steph Curry are going to play one-on-one. They both show up at the gym and LeBron says, you know, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm, I, you know, I have a little soreness in my arm. I don't really know that I can do this. And, and I'm just, and he starts rattling off maybe some troubles he's having and he's not feeling very psychically on top of his game and whatever it is, he's just kind of a little bit of whining and complaining. And Steph says, oh, wow, and starts, oh, we're so sorry, and well, let's just, what can I do to help you, and let me get you some ice to put on your arm, and tell me about your issues at home, and, 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 and then we'll play. Okay, that's one scenario. Second scenario is, Steph says, okay, I get it. When you're feeling better and on top of your game, let me know, and I trust, you know, you'll work it out in whatever way you need to take it easy, and he goes away. Which do you think inspires LeBron to want to get up, attend to the arm and whatever he has to do, and attend to the personal issues so that he can go and win the game with Steph? Yeah, definitely saying, okay, come back to me, you know, when you're feeling up to it, when you're feeling better, for sure, giving him some space Mm -hmm. to take care of himself. Mm -hmm. You see, it's the opposite for us as women, but you are being very female in your approach, which is you want to cooperate, connect, and caretake. What he needs is the challenge to get it, handle it, deal with it, and know that you are Steph Curry that needs to be played with at a certain level. Because at the end of the day, we look at it like this. If that were the high school basketball player, that LeBron came to play with. The high school basketball player would definitely do the former in that analogy. He would say, oh man, your arm, let me, you know, let me get you some ice. And he'd run off and get ice and he'd be coddling him and like, yeah, man, what's, what's going on? Like, you know, and, and then, and then we can play later and, and let me know when you want to play it and maybe just take a break and maybe just take two weeks off the game. And then, and then, um, and then we can get together and play. Okay. Like when, 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 when can we do that? Correct? Yeah. And LeBron would think highly of him. Like what a, what a, cool guy, right? What a cool kid. And maybe he would want to play with him, but he's not inspired. You see? Mm -hmm. He's not a worthy opponent. It's so important that we are a worthy opponent. And that makes it imperative that we have two things at our disposal. Our self-concept high enough to do it, and the knowledge of why doing it will get us what it is that we desire and deserve. There would have been a couple of ways to handle it. Again, the best way is this. Aaron, you know, I understand completely. I wish I could help you with what you're going through, but I, it's not really right for me to be doing that. I hope that you can find, you know, your way to it, but... I'm going to need to step away. And I know 
I'm too close to this. I cannot be helpful. It's not going to be in either of our interests for me to be here. I understand why you want to leave this relationship. And so I'm going to take my leave. You know I want nothing but the best for you in life and in love. And I want the best for myself in that too. Now that's going to feel so harsh. Can you imagine yourself saying that? Honestly, like, not really because I don't want to lose him, you know? So that feels like, that feels very scary. Yeah. Ironically, it's just the opposite. Because that's when he starts seeing you as Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. It's your anxiety coming from your own stuff that has nothing to do with him that doesn't allow you to believe that you are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Take some time to really think about that. Why don't you believe that you have everything in you to be his Steph Curry? Um, I think that part of my internal programming that I've been like working on undoing is like not feeling good enough or special important enough. And I think like letting him go kind of like activates that message for me, even though I think like, yeah, I guess that's kind of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I think deep down though that I know I am a worthy opponent though. I, I know that I don't intellectually believe that I'm not worthy of it. Yeah, just fear of making a big move like that, you know? Yes, absolutely. And you said something really important there. Intellectually, you know you are worthy of it and all that he needs. Subconsciously, in your self-concept, is where the problem lies. And that's where the work needs to be done for you because when you do that, you inspire him to metaphorically fix the arm and set about doing what he needs to do in his life so that he can call you up and say, I'm ready to get back on the court. I want to show you what I got. I want to strut my stuff and I want to win that game and score those points. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a lot for you to do that, I know, because you have this pattern of, mm, I hate to use the word, but there really isn't any other I can think of, of, of coddling him. Uh, that's pretty accurate, I would say, because I'm a nurturing person, so that feels natural for me. Yes. And make no mistake, in the moment, he loves it. It's what he loves about you. He loves that you're so nurturing and wonderful. Of course he does. But this is where we go wrong and wonder, like, how the hell did this man leave me when I was so wonderful? Have you had that in your past? Yes. Yeah, you give him all and you give him everything and it's like, it's not enough? How can this not be enough? It's not that it wasn't enough. It's that it's not what is needed to inspire the man. That's all. They love you for it. Metaphorically, it is loving that needy little puppy that comes and 
and is always by your side and coddling and won't leave your side and a little fearful and a little, you know, trepidatious and needy, needy, needy. And then seeing the same one from the same litter running around and being happy puppy and only occasionally running up to you. You get the feeling, I mean? Yeah, it's a good visualization. Right. And there's something about that happy one running around. It's not that you don't love the one who's in the nook of your arm and warm and soft and cuddling there and looking up at you with fearful eyes and all that. You do. But for men, they generally go for the happy one that they have to get their attention from by doing something like grabbing the ball and throwing it. And then the puppy's like, oh, oh, okay. You want to play with me? Great. Or a tug of war, something like that. You get my drift. Mm -hmm. That inspires the man, generally speaking. And again, everybody's in a variation, but you have a much better chance. And any woman has a much better chance by being the worthy opponent metaphorically that's the little puppy running around whereby the man has to get his or her attention and then when the affection of that one and that one snuggles and is loving and soft that's cherry on top more meaningful greater appreciation for it yeah that makes sense so I bet your mind is swirling with a lot of questions about what do you do now? Yes. <laughs> Where do you go from here? I'd like to know. Mm-hmm. Wondering what I'm going to advise Gigi to do to have Aaron inspired to commit to their relationship and be all in? It's counterintuitive for sure, but if she follows what I'm about to tell her, Gigi can absolutely have the love and relationship she wants. And because I want you to get the results you desire and not make the missteps Gigi has made and so vulnerably admits to here, I invite you to check out the 8020 Wonder Club, an exclusive membership where you'll get over 120 episodes of Make Him Wonder, categorized by age and relationship status, plus all new episodes the moment they're formatted and ready to be aired. Unfiltered coaching conversations like this one with all my advice and principles to have you succeeding in your romantic life. Check the description below for the link as that is the only way you'll be able to hear what I tell Gigi she needs to do. Don't miss out on how to make your man wonder in the right way to have the divine right results you desire and deserve. Go now to the 8020wonder.club. Heal. Be glad you did.